Welcome, welcome, welcome back to our podcast. We are so happy that you tuned in with us today. We have a very serious issue we want to talk about today, but we thank you for tuning in to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. We have some special guests in the house with us, and we really, I mean, they're family, so um, it's this this is just kicking around. You know how we do coffee time, coffee table, we talk around, but we with our peeps today, our peeps. We have... Um, Pasta number. Often it. And Cherie Gladney. But to us, they brother and sister. We yes. are down here in Orlando just t- t- soaking up the sun and much rain. But um, but we are having a good time. They are pastors of progressive faith um, ministries. And like we said, they have, um, they have three beautiful children. Um, God has really blessed them. And I know you're going to be blessed by the words of knowledge and that they're going to talk. We're just going to discuss the things that are going on right now. Can y'all say hello and welcome? Hello, hello. Hey, well, first hello. of all, I want to say thank you for inviting <laughs> us on your podcast. Well, of course, you're our first guest. Yeah, I know this is going all over the world, <laughs> so we don't count it lightly. We're just <sighs> grateful. Um, I know my wife, Cherie. Yes. Um, you want to say hello and greet the people? But <laughs> greet we're the just people. elated. <laughs> elated. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so glad to be here. So this is definitely, as as you said, um, let me guess, mm-hmm. family. Yeah, we're so, family. We're family. Um, so. We're just grateful to um, that you all, you know, have us uh, on your podcast today. We're really excited to be here. We are so excited to have you. We are so excited. What you yeah, guys say, man? Yeah, we are. We are very excited. Uh, <laughs> we 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 really look at this couple. Is uh, you know you like Pete, like Jesus had Peter, James, and John in their inner circle. Mm-hmm. They are beyond that. Yeah. Uh, we just really love them and we glean from them, and we would not be where we're at, mm-hmm. you know, marital wise and spiritually had it not yes. been for them. And so mm-hmm. we just had to get to them and connect with them through this pandemic and connect yes. with them. So we are all quarantined. Yes. And so mm-hmm. we are just having a good time with them. So we, we it's, a, it's an honor and a privilege to have them on our show. Yes. All so right. happy. Thank yes. you, baby. So we're going to talk about... Um, yes. We're going to discuss some serious issues. I know if anybody has turned on their news feed, um, the television, unless you've been up under a rock, we've been dealing with a lot of things. We're dealing with racism lately, and yes. um, it's the big elephant in the room. Yes, it is. And we want to talk to you on a biblical standpoint of it and just talking as we are African-Americans. We're talking from... Um, the father perspective, the mother's perspective, and we're raising little brown children. And But we want to be able to discuss this with the open hearts and open minds about the situation that's going on. So we're calling this Racism America's Pandemic. Yes, um, is. This is America's. And um, my brother here, Anthony, is a, a soldier. What position did you hold, did you hold in the um, military? What? I was a sergeant in the Army. Yeah. And so I spent um, almost 12 years in the military. Mm-hmm. So I got to travel um, pretty much all over the country, around the world, Southwest Asia. Um, mm-hmm. But I was in the airborne unit. I, I played in the army band. So I got to do a lot wow. of traveling. Got to um, see people from all different nationalities being mm-hmm. in the military. So it really um, broadened my perspective. Coming from Egypt, Mississippi, wow. I had never seen uh, racists do anything together because I grew up, it was just black and white. Mm-hmm. We had a black prom, white prom. Wow. We had a, a football game. It was all the black people on Jesus. one side, all the white people on one side. And we Ooh. just kind of met in the middle and that's where it was. But when I went to the army, um, January 6, 1991, got into basic training and I started to hear other guys talking, you know, they're coming from Michigan. and. Yeah. Connecticut and Wisconsin, California, and they're talking about, yeah, man, we did this and did this. And I was like, with white people? With other races? With black people? They're like, yeah, man, where you coming from? And I quickly found out how far behind Mississippi really was as it related to race Mm -hmm. and just, you know, um, doing things, you know, not being segregated. Everything is segregated, segregated. You know, we never did anything together. and so it really hindered me from being the person that I could have been because mm. I had to play catch up. Mm. Wow. You know, even being okay. in a white environment and being around white people, you had to get used to that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Be, being able to speak to people without, you know, being a yes man. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's a psychological thing, you know, when that's all you've ever seen. Mm. Right. You know, right. from your grandparents and your mother and your father and everybody really reverencing, reverencing um, 
one race of people, it really work, or does something to you. That's something that, yeah. wow. That's, and see, you were the one that mentioned um, racism, America's pandemic. Because we were saying that the travels in which you've had, that you've not, you, you didn't see it as much of No, it with, no. I remember being in Korea. Um, it wasn't the first time. I, w- I went the first time in 1991. And then the second time I went back, I think it was 1997, 98. But I would take my bicycle, and I was in Seoul. Seoul has millions of people in it. Okay. And, you know, the Korean people, the Asian people are, you know, like a light complexion, yellow skin. Okay. So they've never seen anybody as dark as me. <laughs> so I'd be riding my bike, and they'd be like, Migu, 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 you need to wash. Wow. I said, no, 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 this wow. is my skin. This you my know, skin. Odyssey, Ajima, and they would rub wow. my arm, and they'd look at their hand, mm. and they were like, Nice skin. We thought it was dirt. Wow. They had never seen black people, but they loved us. You know, mm. they want to marry us. You know, yeah. you, you know, and they always want to do a photo op. So it, it was mm. just different to see people, and they invite you in, just like your family, but never heard a racist comment, nothing mm. like that. You but know? to be born here in the United States of America, and we're dealing with so much racism. This is just like wow. Just for you saying that you mm. had segregated things going on Everything in, in Mississippi, was you're segregated. not even fifty yet. Nope, just September. In September. So we're not that far removed no, no, from no, that. No. That's really close yeah, yeah. and up front. And now we're seeing a lot of this stuff being filmed. So me lets me know that it never stopped. No. It I never was, stopped. Yeah, I was called the N-word in basic training. I had a, a, a white soldier mm. um, call me the N-word, you know, in basic training. This is 1991. Mm. And then I had a family member, um, Jimmy Townsend. Um, we grew up together. He was killed in Mississippi, and they—they, they, we think it was the Klan or some some mm-hmm. factions or Klan. Mm-hmm. We don't know, right. but his killers have never been caught. You know, they hung him, they castrated him, shot mm-hmm. eight nine times. To this day, we don't know who did it. Mm. You know, and so the uh, Houston police had all the information about what happened, and they were getting ready. I just talked to his sister. They were getting ready to open the case back up. And someone shows up, a white guy, says he's a Mississippi Bureau of Investigation, mm-hmm. came and took all of the information. Mm-hmm. So now the real investigators show up to get the information no, to open the case, mm-hmm. and it's gone. It's gone. So someone knew what was going on inside the law enforcement and inside the investigation that they were getting ready to open it back up. But now all the information is gone, so we'll never know, you know, who were the perpetrators. But that's right. the way I grew up. You know, we grew up in Mississippi, and you just didn't see... A black man and a white woman or anything like that um, hanging out together. It just doesn't happen. Mm. And to this day, it's finally loosening up a little bit. And yeah. this is 2020. This is 2020. 2020. I mean. Wow. wow that's that's something so, to, to really. I mean, it's it's in our faces now. We're seeing. We're see, actually seeing recordings of. We just have a situation that just happened recently with a young man being um, killed and we're watching it. It's like, it's, it, I don't know, it's desensitizing people. I don't know, it's just, we're watching people die on the streets by the hands of police officers. And we're not saying all um, law, law enforcement are like this, but it just, how is that making us feel? Because we're all Christians. We're all, we're, we're, we're speaking the word of God. We're, we're praying, we're doing these things, but what can we do as the body of Christ in situations like this, besides pray, I mean, not I'm not knocking prayer in no kind of ways, but how can we take action as we are parents of brown babies? We have girls and boys, mm-hmm. and it's not just at first it was like maybe it's the males, but now it's the females. We're getting it all across the board. So, Cherie, speaking as a mother of brown children, what can we do without? We don't want to do hate for hate. We can't. That's not going to work. That's not working. But what is it? Some some things that we could possibly, you know. You know, I you know I have a, a group of, of women that I pray with um, mm-hmm. every morning, and um, one of the things that was mentioned um, earlier today in this morning's prayer, we pray together um, every Wednesday and have for several years. And mm-hmm. one of the things that was um, suggested is that we do a a, a meeting, like mm-hmm. a group meeting, to really um, flush out and talk about the different things that we can do. Um, to really put voice yeah. to our opinions about mm-hmm. what is taking place and what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, looting and, and rioting, yeah. 
though they can be effective to a degree, that's really not the answer. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You know, that's that's not the way that God would have us right. to respond. And mm-hmm. so we have to ask ourselves that when we're enraged mm-hmm. and when we're frustrated, and there is a place for anger, and there right. is a place right. for um for for just the the rage of um and the anger that comes behind injustice there's yeah. a place for that and yeah. it's supposed to motivate motivate us and yeah. push us into action yes but we have to be as christians and as believers mm-hmm. we have to ask ourselves what way can we do this and still please god yeah mm-hmm. definitely and definitely. so one of the things that we talked about this morning is you know um, you know, as a collective group of ladies, now it's only eight of us that pray together. But hey, we one of the ladies brought up that we should contact the Minneapolis, you know, mm-hmm. DA or mayor's office to vocalize our outrage, yeah. uh, you know, about this injustice, and you know, make make our our voice heard. Yeah, you know, yeah. behind this man's death at the at the hand of this officer yeah. and um or these officers right right these officers and um it just it starts with um with taking action um mm-hmm. and really getting a seat at the table yeah you know yeah. changing the laws yeah. There's so many um systemic issues like we could be here all night yeah. there are yeah, a lot definitely. of things that lend us vulnerable to this mm. type of racism yeah. that are underlining issues within our society that are just systemic and they go back they so go far. Back so far. Mm. So yeah. there's a lot of work sure. to be done, mm-hmm. but we as a people have to be smart about yeah. how yeah. we move forward. We have to be discerning. Yeah. We have to have all of heaven yeah. on our side and we yeah. can only do that yeah. by moving forward in and through the power of God. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. with so his wisdom. Mm-hmm. That, you know? And let me say this mm-hmm. to that end. Um, as she was just speaking, I wrote down, when you start wrong, it's hard to finish strong. Mm, if you remember, yeah. America was, um, you, we, we, they say we're a Christian country, mm-hmm. but they founded the country with people that were stolen and had them build the country with no due process or yeah. payment for goods and services. Yeah. And so the other thing about that is... Um, in order for us to move forward, we have to change the culture of this country. And I'm looking up the word culture. Mm-hmm. Culture is a word um, for the way of life of groups of people, meaning the way that they do things. Mm-hmm. The way that we've done things in America is from the beginning yeah. has been wrong. Right. Let's because be we started out yeah. stealing people stealing and folks. enslaving people yeah, and that. separating children and all this mm-hmm. stuff that happened, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's terrorism. Yeah. And wow. so, yeah. Um, you know, um, when you start wrong, it's hard to finish strong. And the analogy of that is track and field. You know, when you're running on the Olympic stage mm-hmm. and that gun sounds, boom, mm-hmm. and you come out that block and you're just a second or an eighth of a second <laughs> shorter than what you should be, you're behind. You're behind our, yeah. And you don't win. And mm-hmm. because of the way that we came here, a lot of people say, well, why I can't get ahead? Why yeah. I can't do this? Yeah. Why I can't do that? We came out the block behind. Come on, yes. See, we, yes. we've never been able to catch up in the race. And, and, and we're we're last in home ownership, mm. last in having investments, last in having insurances yeah. and, and setting our children up for legacy yeah. because we started wrong. We started but it wasn't, it our, wasn't fault. our fault. So now we're playing catch up. And when you're playing catch up, yeah. it's a cultural thing yeah. because we've been designed and trained well not designed but we've been trained mm-hmm. not to trust one another yeah yeah we've been trained you know to to you know it's a crab in the barrel yep. you know I, yep. I can't let Anika get up because mm-hmm. Anika get up then yeah. she's gonna be so better than me but it's not yep. about who's better than who it's about creating a culture mm-hmm. that we can all survive in and thrive in and 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 then we gotta catch up excuse me you, we gotta catch up but it's hard mm-hmm. and I think it's a cultural thing the culture in America must change yeah you know it's got to change it's got to change and it's if we don't do that then we'll always be playing catch up constantly you know, constantly get to the you know the way the banks lend to black people is totally different than yeah. the way they lend to white people mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. they finance a car to you you know you black and you pay a higher interest rate yeah and so we really have to trust the Holy Spirit you know to mm-hmm. lead us in every decision, mm-hmm. in every idea, 
and and he's going to steer us strong, not steer us wrong. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it's mm-hmm. so important to be a believer yeah. and not just be out there floating around yeah. just anybody doing anything because when God sends you, he protects you, yeah. he, he anoints you, and then he pays the way. And so I think um, just having the proper culture in this country and revamping what's in place yeah. would help us greatly. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I think, and, and, to, and to, that, that's very good. And I, and I think what, what, what you hit on, you hit on uh, about just being a Christian nation, and I think what has happened, and I hear a lot of black people say this, they always say, and I, and I echo this mm-hmm. when before I was a believer, uh, you know, you would never serve a God that, that was used to enslave my people. And see, a lot of times what happens is they take the very thing that's supposed to set you free to put you in bondage. Mm-hmm. And so, and so to put you in bondage. So you, you, it's hard to receive from a God that was used to put me in slavery. And, you know, the Bible says, you know, the scripture says, uh, you didn't put us again, a spirit, you didn't give us a spirit of uh, adoption again to fear. I spirit of bodies again to fear, but you've given us a spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Yeah. And so, uh, like to echo what, uh, what Anthony said, you know, being led by Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. being led uh, not by, by spirit and the culture, but also rooting yourself in the truth. The, yeah. the, 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 yeah. the, the, the facts may be there, but the truth is the word of God. Yeah. And so when, you, when you're going back and forth and you're not stable, the Bible says uh, that he's a, he's a in um, James 1.8, it says he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Mm-hmm. So when you're not rooted in something, right. um, when you're going for that job and you're turned out because you're black, if yeah. you're, you're, you're dealing with this pandemic we're dealing with, when you're racially profiled, which I've been racially profiled right. several times, mm-hmm. you tend to, that tend to, the, the, the anger that you deal with, it's mm-hmm. okay to be angry right. but the scripture says it does not produce the uh, the righteousness of God so mm-hmm. you always want to be in a situation where God is uh his his, his name is glorified like sis said mm-hmm. that your name that his name is glorified at the end of the day because he's the beginning and the end he's the alpha and omega he's the solution to all the problems but you know the injustices that's in place that that's yeah. against uh, rate, uh against uh black people it has to be addressed it has to be has to you have to go to the root of that thing and know that God is the solution to that but Mm-hmm. We just have to continue to keep pressing, keep praying, and then act on it. Yeah, we, we need to act. You know, action, you, you need to yeah. act on it. Don't just sit on your your hands. Don't, it's okay to pray. Yeah, it's you great know, to pray. It's a great, yeah. it's great, it's great to pray. But you gotta act. You gotta call a DA. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta say that. You know, you gotta do those things in order for things to move. Yeah. You know, because we got God on our side to make yes. this happen. And we have a voice. And you that's the thing voice. about it. Like, we voice. have this platform to talk about this right now. Yeah. We can talk about these issues. Yeah. Like, for example, um, I think all of you have all tied into it. But if I were to say this is a sin issue before it's a skin issue. Yeah. We dealing with we, it is demonic. I mean, it's it pure it's evil spiritual. when you look at. And I have to stop for a minute and say the young man's name, George Floyd. Because Floyd. Floyd. Because I want to give um, a voice to him. We have to speak for him. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have to say his name because his life matter as well as all the other names. And we're going to say their names later on. Their lives matter. Yeah. Whether they were black, polka dot, blue, yellow, whatever. Their lives matter. That's someone's child. Yeah. That's someone's uncle, someone's daddy, someone's brother. Right. That's what we want to stop and just recognize him and give him a voice. Give him mm-hmm. a voice because he can't speak any longer. But we're going to speak on behalf of him. Right. But when if I were to bring up the issue that it's a sin situation before it's a skin thing. Because I think sometimes we get wrapped up in... The racism part, but we gotta, like you all said, we gotta go back to the root of this. Where does this come from? This hatred against races. Well, you, well, you, you gotta realize that if you were, if you put ism with, with mm. anything, mm-hmm. is division. I mean, yeah. in, in First Corinthians uh, twelve, it talks about how there's a schism in the body. Anything that's an uh, ism to some, it's gonna that anything that's divisional, because the Bible says Jesus said Himself, He said, "A house, a house divided against itself shall not stand." Mm. And so Satan's been trying to hit. Hit hit that hit hit us with that truth. Oh, we're not gonna say truth, but hit, hit us with that deception, trying yeah. to divide everything. Everything. The church, communities, every race against marriages. Race, marriages. <laughs> he's been trying to do that for centuries since the since the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. and he's been successful. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, he's unfortunately he's been successful. But we have to continue to band together beyond race, beyond beyond the culture, and like like brother said, mm-hmm. spread that culture of unity. 
you yeah. know, and then, you know, yeah. you got, we, you know, the scripture also says that we have to uh, endeavor to keep the unity in the, in the spirit and the bond of peace, according yeah. to Ephesians 4, 3. We got to endeavor to keep that thing together, but at the same time, recognizing, educating people and saying, mm -hmm. look, mm -hmm. this thing against black people has to stop. It has to stop. It has to stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Against human life, it has to stop. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, 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 it downright, downright makes you angry. Yeah. And, it, and it's okay to have a righteous indignation, but that anger has to produce something right out of the situation. Right. Yeah. Has to produce something right. Yeah. Not looting, not killing each other, not blaming that person. It has to start. You have to work towards making that thing happen and being a voice for the for the voiceless. Yeah, yeah. Is this you have something? I see you over there doodling. I you know, know you I, just, <laughs> it, it, I I, I <laughs> think about what's happening um, right now, and and as brother was saying earlier. Um, you know, he can remember uh, times as early as uh, 13 years old mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, being profiled and mm -hmm. yeah. um, being, you know, racially profiled mm -hmm. and and approached by the police and, mm -hmm. you know, and asked to get into a vehicle. Yeah. And and he, he he said, no, I'm not I'm not getting in that car because in his mind, even mm -hmm. at that young age, he knew that if I get in that car, mm -hmm. something yeah. bad, yeah. very yeah. bad mm -hmm. um, just may happen to yeah. me. And just that level of distrust in mm. in in our system, yeah. that has to, you know, that's that's systemic in nature. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so what we really have to look at is all of the other systemic issues. Racism is not a localized issue. No. It's systemic in nature, and mm -hmm. it really, you know, if we look at the root and the nature yeah. and uh, of it and how it has just weaved itself into our society, mm -hmm. you know, these things that are taking place now have always taken place. Yeah, yeah. It's just that we live in a day and age where you can't hide from it okay. anymore. Right, Anybody right. with a device can capture, capture it. it. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. black people mm -hmm. have known for years that we've been profiled and oh, yeah. disproportionately mm -hmm. accused and, 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 you know, for everyone else, it's mm -hmm. innocent until proven guilty, right. but when it comes to us, it's mm -hmm. guilty until yeah, until well, you and not <laughs> it even might not be guilty, until, right? You know, yeah. it's just guilty upon right. because your skin is brown, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. you know this particular case really struck me yeah. um, a, a little differently because I have a son. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. he's he's only nine years old, but my thought process is. Wow, you know, at mm -hmm. some point he's going to get behind the wheel of a car and yeah. drive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I just can't imagine, you know, um, what, what, what I yeah. would do if anything would happen to right. him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, 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 you know, what conversations my husband has to have with him, my mm. husband and I have to have with him to, you know, prepare him for the day that he may get pulled over. Yeah. Be, uh, because yes. at the mm. end of the day, uh, these, these uh, men that are killing, you know, and taking innocent black life um, are operating from a place of fear. Yeah. Yes, yes. And a fearful, cowardly person with a weapon is dangerous. It's dangerous. Yes. Yes. It's oh dangerous. Yes. He's and so, so um, you know, and so it's it's a it's a it's it's an issue to definitely pray out. But mm -hmm. as brother said, it's just it's time to take action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the yeah. only way we know what action to take is to get in the, the face, face of God, God and right. say, Lord, what is you know we can no longer just you know, uh, peruse through life without the leading and guiding of God Almighty. Yeah. Um, this pandemic has really slowed oh, things down and shown us that you don't own tomorrow. Ooh, <laughs> and it's that, not so promised it's, it's to you. It's not. It's not. And so, um, so I just, I, I'm glad that, you know, um, we're having this conversation mm -hmm. because for as much as we don't want anyone to die, yeah. um, just as Jesus was the sacrificial lamb right, right. Um, that, that opened the door for mm -hmm. eternal life for mm -hmm. you and I mm -hmm. and anyone who will call upon the name of yes, Jesus, Lord. there yes. will be lives that um, are lost, yeah. but they will invoke change. Yes, yes. And they yes. will be remembered mm -hmm. and honored. And unfortunately, these types of occurrences mm -hmm. are what's going to push and make yeah. change. It's going to make change. Yes. It's going to make change. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, that's good, oh. sis. That's so rich. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, both of y'all were tagging on some good things there. Bro, you got something? Thank you. Yeah, I was just writing down. I was thinking um, when we think about the way the country started, we have to realize mm-hmm. that history produces patterns. Yeah. And patterns stimulate people. Mm-hmm. Because we look at what has happened. And then every time it happens again, mm-hmm. we're stimulated to protest, to do a hashtag. Gotcha. But, but we um, we must be proactive to the patterns and not reactive. we got to get on the front side of this thing. Yeah. And that's what I was I saying earlier. We've got to come up with um, a solution, something that can be implemented, even if it's changing the way that law enforcement, um, a lot of the things that they did were already illegal. You know, you can't do certain chokeholds. Right. You're not supposed to do. So it's getting them to operate within the confinements, um, but you can't regulate evil. Hmm, so good, it's the though. hearts wow, of men that have good. to change, wow. yeah. you know, and yeah. that pattern will be broken. And yeah. so I really think that at some point, um, pastors, leaders, whoever have to come together and address this issue mm-hmm. with the president, with the, with the Supreme Court, whoever it whoever. needs to go to, yeah. to get the proper actions in place so we can be proactive and not reactive because we don't want another Botham John or Ahmaud Arbery or Brianna or, yep. you know, it just keeps happening. Every I mean, just, this was just in May. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ahmaud Arbery, all this stuff, just yeah, in one month, month. The lady in New York, you know, accusing the guy you know, there's a black guy in the, oh, right. and then she goes right. into character. You know, yeah. stuff like that can get us killed. Yeah. And so when the officers come, they need to know how to de-escalate, yeah. you know, how to assess the situation mm-hmm. and make sure that things are what they are before they, you know, before you go to throwing people around and, right. and tasing people and, you know. And so I think there has to be patterns to where we're proactive and on the front, on the front end, end before it ever happens. Yeah. And that way, systems are in place. And when you have systems in place, they need to be enforced. Mm -hmm. You know, if an officer does something like that, then, you know, you don't get the the police union to back you and bail you out. You don't get a GoFundMe. You don't get that. No. Yeah, you don't get a GoFundMe. You go straight to jail. Right, right. Just like everybody else goes straight to jail. Yeah. And that sends a message that, hey, I can't do this. Right. You know, I'm going to lose my retirement. I'm going to get locked up. Right, right. But when you, you know, when you appease that... You know, you play with the devil and you're going to get hot. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's going to be hot. And and so patterns, you know, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing patterns right now. And and it's stimulating us as a country the wrong way because violence took place last night. It will probably be violent again tonight. And so that's what we don't need. We've got to be on the front end of this. It's just like when a hurricane is coming. Mm -hmm. We're on the front end seeing the storm coming so we can prepare. Prepare for it. And, and, And the pandemic... Of racism, we we already know it's here, but we've got to get in front of what we see and mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. patterns. That's awesome. That's good, bro. You got some good nuggets in there. Some good. <laughs> I'm like yum good. yum yum. That was good. Um, we do have actually. I, I I think you're about to read something here, um, uh, babes. About um, we have a friend that's actually a lieutenant. And um, he wrote something very profound today. You want to share that, babe? Yeah, um, yeah. Just, just a good brother, solid guy. Solid. And, um, mm-hmm. You know, just has a pure heart. Uh, he's been a law, a law enforcement for over twenty years. But this is what he wrote. I got his permission too. So it said, <laughs> "This is the reason why we hear people say the f word, mm-hmm. help say the f, say f the police, and I don't get upset." In that video, four dudes that do the same job as I mm-hmm. murdered a man that looks like me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about it being a training thing. Common sense and decency dictate mm-hmm. you don't put your knee or on another human being's neck. And, uh, and, and, and if you do, it stands a good chance may die, that he may die. George Floyd begged for his life and three people who took an oath to serve and protect stood around and watched another man's murder, murder him. Some people have asked, how do I work for an entity that they believe is responsible for, for much injustice? My, my answer is simple. How can I not? You don't fix a thing from the outside in. You fix it from the inside out. For, for, the, for nearly the past 20 years, I can honestly say I have never mistreated a soul or more importantly, allowed a soul to be mistreated. Just like criminals on the street, criminals that pose as cops don't do their dirt in the light or around people that will do something about it. From the position of a police officer, I've been able to work with Michigan, with the Michigan Attorney General's office to educate young people on their rights when encountering law enforcement. I've been able to teach classes on law to young people in the, in the uh, community school district. I've been able to 
I advocate on behalf of people right to uh, right to um, prosecutors and judges. I sit on the on the hiring board of our department. I say so. I have a say so in who gets into into my commu- my police community. You can't do any of that from the sideline. People are right. sick and tired of being sick and tired. But you can never stop fighting. The system will remain flawed until enough people mm-hmm. occupy uh, positions to drive out the, the thing that they hate. I was taught while in the academy by a person I have the utmost respect for. If you are a punk coward before you become the police, mm-hmm. now you're a punk coward with a badge. Mm. So this is coming from a heart of a police officer, a lieutenant, mm. uh, Af- a black lieutenant that has been, that's, that's been doing it for 20 years. And so this is a man that understands his role. I want to read a scripture mm-hmm. that kind of backs that up. Okay. Um, it, it's a scripture in, in Romans 13. It says, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, but there is no authority except from God. Mm-hmm. The authorities that ex- exist are, point, are appointed by God. So police officers, they're supposed to be appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works. You notice I said good works, mm-hmm. uh, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good and you, you will have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to you for God, for good, I mean. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For but for he is God's minister and an avenger to execute justice, execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. I want to point this out. The police officer's job is to execute justice for those who do evil. But you're not, you're, you're not, a police officer doesn't do things out of fear mm. and do things to, mm-hmm. to, to twist their, their, um, their power. I think when I just got off the phone with, uh, the, the brother, the Lieutenant, he told me, he said, I have the power to change mm. the whole atmosphere or to change something. He said, I can take your life mm. or I can save your life, wow. but it's up to me in that moment to use my power for good. Yeah. And so if you, when you understand your role as a police officer, mm-hmm. your job is to protect and serve not to kill and steal mm, and you gotta you gotta know you gotta know yeah. your heart so when you're out there and i'm not i, I know good police officers i know yeah. i know i know most I, the police officers i know are good but when you allow your heart to get so tainted with so much evil and you allow race to cloud your mind and you have a certain target um you know of people that you look at mm-hmm. is, is, is down is a threat or whatever mm-hmm. you're gonna use them as target practice or do things to take their life and then you impact a whole community yeah. that's trying to heal the black man has been trying to heal for centuries, mm. you know? And so, yeah. and so if I, if I, I got two black boys yeah. and so I have to have a conversation differently than, than, uh, than, than white America has with their kids. Truly, truly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. a different conversation. So true. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's so, so that, that conversation is different. So I have to tell them not only are you believing in Christ, but you're black in America. Yeah. You know? And so it starts, it starts with having hard conversations and having yeah. these conversations, like Sis said, you feel yeah. you feel to that through the Holy Spirit, who can come up with a solution to that. But it, it's a it's a it's a pandemic that has been going on for centuries. It has to stop. Mm-hmm. It has to stop. Mm-hmm. It has to stop. It has to. It it is going. And, and just to yeah. piggyback on what you're saying, that like I said, um, we've had a discussion with one of our boys when he was playing around with the little. It was his friend had a little like little BB, BB gun, gun. BB gun yeah. and he was a little white boy and they're just playing outside having they're having fun. We don't really condone having little guns and stuff. We don't we don't even purchase things like that. Right. However, um, they both were playing with it, and I'm saying I had to pull my our son in and have a discussion with him like. Yeah. To you, that play gun is a toy in his hand, but in in your hand, it's a weapon. Mm-hmm. And I could have somebody yeah. just peek out the window and they see you running around on the side of the house acting like you uh, cop and robbers, y'all playing, and have something happen where it could take your life. And I had to have this hard. He didn't understand it because you're talking to a 10 or 11 year old boy and they're having fun. But I had to let him know if he starts, if your friend starts pulling out these play guns, it's time for you to come inside. Right. And it's based, and I had to have that discussion with him. Like I, like you said, we have to have those hard discussions with our children when they start driving. 
Make sure you put your hands outside and then don't do this and do this. And I've seen people that have done this and still lost their life. Mm-hmm. So what do we, you know, we're trying to, you're, you're telling them don't don't start feeling for stuff. And, you know, it's, I, I see yeah. what you're saying. And I think the answer to that is with the officer. Mm-hmm. Because when you start scared, you end scared. That's true. Yeah. See, they've That's been true. trained to hate us. See, when, yeah. you, when you start scared, when you, you start scared. That fear. Right. But they the Bible tells fear. us in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, mm-hmm. for God has not given us a spirit, spirit of fear, fear, but that of power and love and a sound mind right. yeah. if you're not coming into the situation mm-hmm. with a sound mind and able to have proper judgment right then right. you're going off of what's been pretty much psychological warfare these mm-hmm. are bad people right yeah. right you gotta, you right gotta, you right. gotta put him down hard yeah. you know no yeah. you got to come into the situation with a sound mind That's but true. if you start scared yeah, you're in scared, and you're yeah. sitting there shaking. Yeah. I just shot somebody. Wow, it, it wasn't fear called you, for. It wasn't yeah. called fear for. Fear would make you do things. Yeah. Jesus say it. And I remember. I'll tell y'all this story. <laughs> when I was in the army in the DMZ, mm-hmm. my first assignment was one mile from North Korea. And we have an alert system. It sounds like the tornado sirens. And when that goes off, we had 30 seconds to get our guns because we were one mile from North Korea. Mm -hmm. And so I'll never forget, we had all these practice exercises. And this is what fear would do to you. Mm -hmm. You know, we knew they were practice. But one day we were sitting in the uh, game room and that thing went off on a Saturday. And mm. the sergeant came in. He said, "It's real." Oh my! And so when they said it's real, <laughs> fear hit everybody. Yeah, you know, you got yeah. a bunch of grown men that wow. are soldiers that are trained in combat tactics. But when they gave us those weapons and told us it was real, it you see people shaking, shaking. You see people with guns, and that's yeah. the same thing with officers. Wow, wow. When you pull up on a car, every stop is real. Yeah, it when is. you go They're to do to a domestic off. disturbance or yeah. an abuse case, wow. so you've got to learn to deal with that that's fear. Right. And you got to be able to channel that thing and put that in a box and operate with a sound mind. Yeah. If yeah. not, everything everybody told you from your generation that might not be true is going to be channeling at that moment. Mm. You know, black people carry guns. Right, 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 right. Everybody's got guns. It's America. It's America. There's more guns than people. (laughs) You're right, you're right. We got over 200 million guns on the street, but it's fear. So when you start scared, you end scared. So we've got to work with our officers and and, and get policies to where you have, you know, maybe more than one or two or three where you can show up and you, but that was in, that was the case in Minneapolis. There was Four. There was There's four. no reason to be There's afraid. There's no reason to be afraid. You, you know, had more. So, yeah, that's true. That's what yeah. was shaking our heads like there was no reason. The, the tactics must be enforced. The patterns must be enforced, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and the fear has got to be eradicated. You know, you can't just say, I fear for my life and get off. Right. I right. Fear. That's what right. we hear every time. I fear for my life. How do you I fear, fear for my life? Running away I from fear for my life. That's why I'm like, yeah, shot in the back. Yeah. What? Or, they, or they're handcuffed. How much fear can, if you're handcuffed, how much fear could there have been? If you a got a Glock 19 with three clips. You shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't be afraid of somebody with a stick. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like yeah. Like, like, but when you're allowed to use target practices that look like us. Yeah. Yes. yeah. You know, Live. you feed your own fear, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, fear plays its part, but there's such a, I, I'm going to read this definition mm-hmm. of institutional racism institutional racism is known as systemic racism it's a form of racism expressed in the practice of social and political institutions it is reflected in the disparities regarding wealth income criminal justice employment housing health care, political power, and education, among other factors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you have the systemic mm-hmm. racism, mm-hmm. Undertone. Yeah. the yes. undertone, that when it's yeah. the current of your Ooh. society, wow. it's good. you have mm-hmm. to get to the root of that Yeah, yeah. to even deal mm-hmm. with these other issues. Um, it's, it's, it's a, you know, systemic, you, you, you look at individual racism versus um, institutional racism. Mm. Institutional racism is overt in nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's much more subtle. So a lot of these things are just, it's going to take exposure yeah. because they're subtle and they exist. And the day and time that we live in mm-hmm. where we, all you have to have is a device and you can go live to the whole world, it's just uncovering what's always been there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, mm-hmm. so we as a society, not just black people, but we as yes. a society 
have to, because we can't, we can't, we can't allow ourselves to lose respect for established forces mm-hmm. that govern our society. Mm-hmm. We can't mm-hmm. let the bad guys win mm-hmm. because for mm-hmm. as much as we have some really dirty police officers, we have a, a double the amount of mm-hmm. really good, good ones, ones who got yes. into law enforcement mm-hmm. to serve their communities. Yeah. Yeah. But it only takes a few bad apples to mm-hmm. spoil the bunch. That's all. That's all. Or takes. to taint the name mm-hmm. or to 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 smear the badge. Yeah. And so we we as a society we have to get to the place where we you know we 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 enforce we we change the laws we enforce uh uh repercussions yeah, yeah. we we in, enforce the laws awesome. we this jaded system that we've allowed mm-hmm. to be this way for so long mm-hmm. we have to make we have to change the laws we have to yeah. change the system that's yeah. rigged you know in 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 that's one that's been one-sided for mm-hmm. so long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is it's very important to me that these these respected forces that, mm-hmm. that really govern our society that we not lose that. Yeah. That yeah. we don't allow the enemy to come in and take away our trust yeah. in what we need to govern society. Truly. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. so wh- how does that play into all of this? Yes. And so mm-hmm. there's just so many issues. So many there's so many issues and so yeah. many layers. Mm-hmm. And but if we don't go back to the root. Yep. <laughs> there needs to be some apologies. There needs yeah. to be some exposure. There yeah. needs to be mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that need to take place mm-hmm. for change to really happen. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna start with not just black people yeah, and I not was just, just about brown to say, people. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, if even when we look back to the great work that Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. she did what she was and she was able to do what she did because mm-hmm. of the help of a lot of white people oh, along yeah. the way. Oh definitely. And so it's gonna take all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and and one of the things that uh my prayer sisters and I were discussing is the you know, the silence of our white counterparts, yeah. our sisters mm-hmm. and brothers in Christ mm-hmm. who are white that are very silent yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And 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 your silence speaks. It speaks. It speaks very loudly. And so how do we open it up? How do we open this conversation for our, our white brothers and sisters mm-hmm. to speak up? And call wrong wrong. Yeah. Call evil evil. That's right. Mm-hmm. Call call disobedience disobedience. Mm-hmm. Call mm-hmm. call sin sin. Sin sin. Yeah. Sin is sin. Mm-hmm. And disobedience has always pleased God. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just bringing us all to a place where we we have to talk about it. We then. have to. It's yeah. A, yeah. Because if to, we're uh, not a part of the solution, we're part of the what? Yeah, the we're part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I saw yesterday on Facebook, somebody was saying, you know, where is um. Where is Farrakhan and where is Al Sharpton? And I think we've got to get away from that mentality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dr. King is gone. You know, we can't depend on Farrakhan or one lawyer or, right, or right. Uh, Al Sharpton. I, I don't know who anointed them to speak for me. They don't right. speak for me. Right, what right. we've got to understand is we've got to come together as a society, as a whole, yeah, and yeah. address this issue. Mm-hmm. And, and, and America's got to admit that they got dirty underwear on. It oh, needs to change. Lord, it's yeah, been the, dirty for a while. Long time. Long time. See, yeah, until they're, um, the Bible, what was that? First uh, John 1 and 9 said, we confess our sins. Mm-hmm. He is faithful and just to forgive us. But if there is no confession taking yes, place, if there is no reconciliation, you know, you ain't got to pay me. What's what's the money they say they owe oh, black what people? What's it, what it called? Reparation. Just admit that <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> Let's start from there. Let's start from there. Let's just start from yeah. that you've done a lot of dirt you've and killed a lot of people. Yeah. And let's move forward from there. Yeah. And I think with the with the proper our procedures in place, we can um, get rid of some of these patterns that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Because just like this brother died, you know, a few days ago, in a few more days, it'll be somebody yeah. else, and, and yeah. the next Who's person next? will be a hashtag, right. and this, right. Per- right. you know, and, and it shouldn't be. And so I, I think it's really got to be talked about on a high level yeah. with whoever the next incoming president is. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to have a seat at the table. And this has got to be discussed. Yeah. It needs to be a live form that goes on. You know, yeah. it needs to be weekly or monthly yeah. or quarterly yeah. until we come to some type of resolve. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the only way it's going to change. That's the only way. That's the, the only way. The, the, the thing that the thing that um, 
the thing that really bothers me is when you step in when you step in a position of law enforcement, you step into a position of leadership. Mm-hmm. And so character for character formation is huge when you're in that position of leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything rises and falls on leadership. So what what baffles me is that it's the character of the person that 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 fills that position. So if you're saying that you're called to be a police officer and you're called to protect, even to be in the military like my brother is, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, with my brother Anthony, he yeah, he exudes great character in what yes. he did as a military man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I think character development and character training need to take place um, in that situation. And then you need to also in, incorporate some kind of uh, cultural diversity training. Um, and I know they and I know I know they try I know they do that, but it needs to be it needs to go deep, not scave over it. Right, right. But but because it needs to go deep into it because you you got the same problem having the same way the same situation. Yeah. You know you got you got black people that's being killed. That's all right. That's, that's this is live and in color. It's yeah. Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> that's so okay. Good. That's okay. So, so you got you still got you still have the same. It's, it's the same pattern. Okay. It's the same pattern that happens um, where you got you have black uh, black gen- black people that's that's being shot down by police officers and and people twist and take their authority and say you know I'm, I'm I got this badge but this, this very badge that's that's called to protect me is called is also killing me. Mm. You know, killing my, killing our people, and so we just gotta. It's character formation, character development, cultural diversity training, um, and then you know, uh, just just having some hard conversations about, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, these these issues because it's if we don't get a if we don't get to the bottom of this, man, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be some 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 uh, some, some really really <laughs> yeah, bad things gonna happen. Chickens are coming home. Malcolm X said. Malcolm X said. Yeah, he it's even changed how we. Do you remember the day when we were kids where we looked up to police officers? Yes, yes. And little boys. Oh, well, you were in Mississippi. Yeah, but when we were coming up, little boys wanted to be be police officers. And if they saw one, they wanted to meet him. They wanted to shake his hand. You know, and I remember when my children were little, just in this short time, they would want to. Oh, mommy, can I meet the police officer yeah. when they were like two and three and four? Mm-hmm. But but they're older now right. and they, yeah. they watch the news. They watch, yep. And and so the whole perception of of what a police officer, what it means to be a police officer to protect and serve. Yeah. I remember my son telling me he wanted to be, be a police officer yeah. when he was young mm-hmm. because he, by nature, he's a protector, protector. and he identified mm-hmm. with right. the fact that they were community servants right. and that they right. were to protect and serve. And so right. I remember him. Do you remember him saying that? He used to say that when he was little. Mm. You don't hear him say that anymore. Wow. And it's, it, you know, he's nine now, so he, mm-hmm. he, he sees the news. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we have to take our authority yeah. as believers mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and use that to affect and infect this society yeah. in a way that brings glory to God. Yeah. And the only yeah. way we do that is to keep him in the middle of oh, all. Definitely, because if definitely. we try to respond to this Ooh. in our way and in our flesh, we're going to have mass destruction. We will. We, we will. will have mass destruction because I don't know anyone who's more weary mm. of this type of senseless, yeah. senseless, yeah, senseless evil yeah. than black people. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. um, and so you know we really have to come together mm-hmm. as a people mm-hmm. to to to, uh, to rally around mm-hmm. um, these issues and this and this topic. And it's not just. You know, as I was saying earlier, it's not just the racism that we see, mm-hmm. but it's the systemic racist, ra- you know, systemic racism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the, isu- the issues that impact, you know, our wealth, our income, where we live, what we allow in our communities. That's true. Um, you know, it's just employment, um, education. Yeah. You know, what about the brown boys who are still standing yeah. on the corner? On the corner. What is, what's their future look like? Right. Right. You know, because that makes them vulnerable to being pulled over or vulnerable to being, mm-hmm. you know, harassed yes. or profiled. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, how do we how do we get our arms around our people right. to to really help them and put put them in a position of power mm-hmm. rather than always being on the vulnerable receiving yeah. end of this. That's, you know, there's it. so much that needs to oh, take yeah. place, but um yeah. you know. And these discuss- and that's so good since this is a 
this is a good discussion and um, just all of us talking about this. And, and like we one thing I did hear all of us saying, it's a human race issue. And it's like, it's good for white people to talk about this. It's good for them to see. It's okay for them to come and talk to us and say, this has to be bad to feel. You know, how does this feel to see you know, black babies being killed, black men being killed in the street, black sons and daughters being killed in the street. We want them to know it's open. We can talk about this. And I think that sometimes that's where we go. We talk about white privilege. Mm-hmm. If you're a white person, speak up about these things. If you're, you know, just because it didn't knock on your door and didn't affect you, it affected a human person. Mm -hmm. And when we have these discussions about that, that helps a great deal that we're saying we're open to hear and for you to ask us questions about how we feel. Because we bleed just like the next person. Our blood is red. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like we have emotions Mm -hmm. and all of these things. So when somebody says, I can't breathe, we and they're calling for their mama, that doesn't, we're not looking at skin. No. We are, we're not that's looking at skin. Issue. That's, that's a human, human issue. issue. If you that's an that's that's issue of humanity. Yes, yes. It is. yes, it is. Anyone hearing that, it should move It you. should move I don't move care you. what race you There are. we right. go. And that's the thing. If we can start with that and having these discussions, not just with the browns, not just with the blacks, mm-hmm. but when whites and blacks and all of us can come united. Because that was one thing that Dr. King was about, was all the races it's coming quality. together. Human equality. Human equality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that's where, you know, I know we're going to wrap up today. I know this could probably have gone on for hours because I know my brother, my sister, and my husband, all of us have so much to put in it. But I think this was very a positive um, takeaway. I'm hoping that everybody can get something from this. We're not coming with hatred. We're coming with love. And the thing, like my sister said, let God be the center of all of this. Because my emotions was everywhere. I ain't going to lie. My emotions was everywhere as a mother, as a sister. I'm like, I'm feeling the pain of a parent losing their child. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I mean, that's, oh, yes. you feel it. You got, you, if you're human, you feel that. Yes. So that's what we that's what we wanted to have this hard discussion. But we hope that you took something away from it. We want to thank our special guest here today, baby. Did you have anything else to say before I, I, just, I just wrap it up? I, just, I felt it. I felt it in my shunda. That covenant. right there. I just wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to add uh, about the hate piece. Yes. Family, we can't hate anybody. No. Um, um, you know, like my little King always talked about, you, you can't, you can't hate, you gotta love. Mm-hmm. And so you gotta love people where they're at. And I'm just, I'm just realizing that you got people that's ignorant that don't, that just, they need education. Mm-hmm. And we have to, as, as black people, we have to educate people about our side of it. Cause they don't know what we go through. They don't know mm-hmm. what we deal with. Yeah. Uh, they don't know about the pain. Like you say, human like, but we need to educate and, and just have these hard discussions without people getting, without people getting offended. offended. We, yeah. you, you, you gotta be emotionally mature to mm-hmm. have these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. You're, we spiritually mature, but also emotionally mature enough to talk about this and not get offended and just and just come to the table and say, "Hey, we need to we need to address this, but mm-hmm. we can't lead in with hate. We got to lead in with love. That's what Jesus is all I about." Like that lead in with love. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I'm done. Oh, you're done. Oh, you said yeah. I'm done. Yeah, we do have to. We have to take advantage of opportunities to educate. Um, our white friends, our white mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. Yes. Because a lot of times they feel just like we do, but mm-hmm. they, it's not a conversation that right. you know they're going to initiate. Right. You know, and then and then us, we have to be in a position where we're not in our feelings. Right. But we're right. in a place where right. we're, we're letting love lead the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're making the we we're creating an environment where the conversation can take place and yeah. have a safe zone safe. to educate. Yeah. Right. And um, because. Because that's what it's going to take for our white brothers and sisters to to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ignorance is ignorance. It doesn't yeah. have a color. It, sure it, doesn't, doesn't. it just it means sure you doesn't. just don't get it. You, just you don't, don't get know. It. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, I, I think that. And I also feel like, uh, you know, and this, like you said, it could go on and on and on and on. <laughs> but I also feel like as a people... Black people, mm-hmm. when we have arrived, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I already see. What okay, you mm-hmm. when we have arrived, we don't we don't necessarily reach back right. or take the time right. to tell Ray Ray, hey Ray Ray, you might not be you might not be college material, but you know how to wash a car. Let there me you let know. me tell yeah. you how you can create a business. Yeah, with that. yeah, you know, or 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 you 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 may not. 
um, you know, you may not be business owner, but let me tell you how you can link up with this guy. And the yeah. t-shirt guy can yeah. link up yeah. with the artist. And the artist mm-hmm. guy can link up with Collab. the graphics yep. guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and teaching our young men yes. that there is another way. Yeah. You know, yeah. reaching back reaching and really back. helping um, the the vulnerable and the weak yeah. and the, un- the, the undereducated. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they don't have the capability of learning. That's so true. That's really you true. can be undereducated and be very smart. Yes. Very smart. Yes. yes. Mm. So, oh, yes. so yeah. I, I really feel like this is a, a call, mm. a clarion call to everyone mm-hmm. who has made it to whatever level you're on. Yeah. There's somebody behind you that yeah. you can reach and That's pull so forward. So true. That don't you can forget. reach down and pull up. Pull up. So yeah. if you're a CEO, you yeah. can train someone else on how to get where you are. Yes. If you're the Don't manager forget. at the grocery store, yeah. you can go and teach someone else yeah. how to get to where you are. Yes. Don't yes. dress any kind of way when you come Ooh, to work. Dress like you already the manager right. of the yep. department. Right. You yep. know, don't 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 talk lazy. I know that we have a vernacular that we share amongst yeah. ourselves, but that's when we with us. Right, when right. you step out, know yeah. how to turn it on yes. and speak clearly yes. and sound educated. Right. So that people mm-hmm. take you seriously. Yep, yep, These are the voice. conversations we don't want to have because we feel like we have to give up Ooh. our identity as mm-hmm. a black person mm-hmm. or as mm-hmm. as a culture that we yeah. have to know. Yeah. It's understanding the times that we're in. Yes. Yeah. To mm-hmm. position ourselves, as mm-hmm. my husband said earlier, to have a seat at the table. Come yes. on, because if you don't mm-hmm. want to have a seat at the table, you what? On the menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah exactly. You on the menu. Exactly. Trust me that. Yes. So, yes. We good. have to do that. That's we have good. to do that. You got something to brother to um, close out? The last out? thing That's I'll say, sense. we have to be mm-hmm. synergistically progressive. Mm-hmm. See, uh, in our communities, we've not known how or why synergy was even important. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when... The Jewish people, you know, they shop at their own grocery stores, wow. their own cleaners, That's their true. own car washes, their own music stores. We've got to make our money spend in our community instead of going to Best Buy and this store and that mm-hmm, store. Mm-hmm, what are we doing mm-hmm. in the community? You know, yeah. we always talk about, well, our playgrounds tore up. Why is it, Why tore, is up? it tore up? We've got to take pride in ourselves. And um, I was listening to a gentleman early. He said, when we respect ourselves and come up as a people, the police and different people will respect us more. Mm. You know, they already don't see us as human because we're shooting each other and killing each other. That's the issue. We've got to come up as a people and create synergy and culture and do the things that need to be done. And it starts with getting in the word. And a lot of people say, Mm -hmm. well, I can't read the Bible. I can't find myself in the Bible. The whole Bible is full of people that look just like you. You yeah. just haven't read enough. Yeah, there you go. You just mm-hmm. haven't read enough. <laughs> That's true. So That's I don't want to hear that. The Bible is a white man's book. The Bible has everything mm. that we need to Every move forward thing. and be progressive, progressive. and be great. Ooh. If we just do it, come on, you know, come on. So that's my comments. Ooh. We've got to be progressive. We got to create synergy. Synergy. Yeah. You know, I like if I'm that. looking for music to be produced, mm-hmm. I ain't got to go to Capitol Records. Yeah, I just call Wayne Castle or yep. call Michael yep. Mendengal or Ann Anderson yeah. or Donye. You know, if I'm looking for someone to sell me a house, I call Dana Chester there you or go. you know Vincent Page. You know, go synergy. to our people first. Help our people first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody else is. Pretty much pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The Chinese and came here and got their own town. We've already been here and ain't got no town. No town. The Koreans came here and got Korea town. They selling us hair. Yeah. I told my wife, I say, babe, why are we buying hair from these? Why we don't sell the hair? It's the biggest, largest billion dollar industry. I don't think that we understand the power of the black dollar. Dollar. I'm not going to name this particular franchise's name, but we all know about the famous chicken sandwich that came in town. And what was the amount that they racked up on this one? $52 million on one $52 million on one chicken sandwich. One chicken sandwich. Now, if we as a people can rally around a chicken Chicken sandwich, sandwich. Right. Imagine and, we put our and, money and, together. And, and, and spend mm-hmm. 52. Oh, come, come on. on. We have the money. It's not that we don't no, have it. No, it, it's, it's about how we how we use it. And how if we, we really want to see progression That's in so the true. way of justice from the police, 
How about we start an organization, set it up as an LOC or a corporation, mm-hmm. everybody give $2. Mm. Every black person in America get two dollars. Mm-hmm. Now we can afford the top attorneys because Benjamin Crump don't get it done. Because mm-hmm. Al Sharpton don't get it done. Mm-hmm. Farrakhan, Farrakhan is unavailable. But mm-hmm. now we have resources. Right. You set up a board of directors, a president, a vice president. Now we have right. proper representation, representation for people that can't represent themselves. Yeah. You got all yeah. these black people. Just give me two dollars. Yep. It's $2. going in the pot. You got two dollars. Mm-hmm. If you've given, then you can get the support should something happen. Wow. Mm. Now we have our own, you know, <laughs> blackdefense.com. You know, where something go down, boom, we in a, a Learjet yeah. headed your way. Yeah. With a thousand dollar suit on to get things done. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Because Ahmaud Aubrey just got killed, and them people, the the, the 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 white guy and his son, they went and got the top attorneys from yeah. Atlanta. Mm. The best. The best. But if you're not meeting the best with the best, Ooh. like I said, yeah. You know. We're going to have to have When you, you start back. scared, you end scared. You end, that, that, there you go, right there. You said that's that good. earlier. That's that's, now you see why they are buddies. You see why. We had to share this with everybody. Because <laughs> we were talking about all of this. We like, start the recorder. We're going to talk about this issue. Instead of just keeping it to ourselves, we wanted to share this with you. Now you see why they are the pastors of progressive faith. They're pressing forward. So if you are in the Orlando area, just stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. Make it a great day.